It's a calm afternoon off the coast of Southern California on a stretch of ocean midway between Los Angeles and San Diego. I'm with my brother Rod on his sport fishing boat and we've just left the harbor for a short tour. As we travel south about a half mile offshore, sonar on board is telling us what we're missing underwater. The display was quiet when we first left and traveled over sandy seafloor, but now we're starting to see multicolored spikes along the bottom of the screen. So that's what the kelp looks like. So when, when we're fishing, we look for that. That's because fish and invertebrates gravitate to rocky areas, especially ones with kelp to find food and shelter. And right on cue, images indicating fish pop up on the screen as the amount of kelp grows. Like that, that could be a thresher shark or uh, there's, there's another one and pretty good size. That's a school of little fish. These are individual fish. The bounty of sea life is good news for our destination, the Wheeler North Reef, a recently completed artificial reef off San Clemente. So it's huge. It's the biggest artificial reef in the country. That's Steve Schroeder. He's a marine researcher at UC Santa Barbara who's joined us on board today. He's been a part of constructing this reef since 1998, after heated water discharged from the San Onofre nuclear generating station decimated a nearby kelp forest. Schroeder says the nuclear plant, which was decommissioned in 2013, caused a reduction of 28 tons of fish per year. Its owner, Southern California Edison, was ordered to mitigate the damage by constructing a new kelp reef from scratch. Pretty much since the reef went in, it has behaved like the natural reef. And actually the kelp on the artificial reef did a lot better than the kelp on the natural reef. Wheeler North, which was built using native quarry rock, is one of 32 artificial reefs in California that have a long history going back to the 1950s. Back then, everything from streetcars to toilets to light poles and concrete rubble were put offshore to promote sport fishing and scuba diving. The opinion at the time was that sandy bottomed areas of the ocean were like deserts and installing material any material for kelp to grow on was good for recreation. You know, when you look back at them now, how was that ever allowed? Kate Hucklebridge is with the California Coastal Commission. Many of the early reefs were built before the agency was established in the 1970s. There is a famous case that we were involved in by the Marine Forest Society. It was a structure made up of tires and PVC pipe and rope. Hucklebridge says that reef built illegally in the 1980s, was a turning point for the agency. To this day, they are still cleaning up its thousands of plastic milk jugs and tires, which release toxins as they break down. Our view more recently with artificial reefs has shifted and that generally we're looking at you know, like the Wheeler North Reef being the best example. But Dave Whitting, a researcher with NOAA, says instead of adding reef to sandy areas where they never were in the first place, existing reefs should be restored to save these vital ecosystems. And he points to one he and his team 
just completed near Los Angeles. We're actually seeing more life and more diversity on the reef now than we, we expected after only you know, half a year. Of the original reef had been buried by landslides from eroding bluffs, something that's happening more and more with extreme storms and rising sea levels brought on by climate change. Warming oceans are also contributing to a massive loss of kelp forest up and down the California coast. These really critical habitats could just slip away and, and they're all underwater, so you don't necessarily see them every day. The state gets numerous requests from groups and even cities wanting to build artificial reefs, but has no plans to authorize any until a management plan can be developed. The problem is that we saw some very bad things that, you know, historically when it was a little more free and easy to, to make a reef. You know, things that are really just a tiny jump above ocean dumping. If any reefs do get built, they might want to call them something other than artificial because the days of street poles and toilet bowls are long gone. For H2O Radio, I'm Franny Halperin.